You're listening to Rare Gems with Jen. Listen as she discovers and connects with folks from all walks of life. Join her as she explores personal stories, connects on shared struggles, and of course, inserts her inappropriate jokes. Be ready to shine a light on some rare gems that will inspire, challenge, and even intimidate you. And now, here's your host, Jennifer Pluma. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Rare Gems. I am your host, Jennifer Pluma, and I'm so excited um, for today's guest. So today's guest, I was able to host another host of a podcast. Today's guest is none other than Ulises Ramirez, and he is the host of Inside the Northside podcast. So once you're done with this episode, definitely go check out his stuff, check out his episodes. Um, One of the really cool things about his episodes is that he also gives the video. So similar to Joe Rogan, because that's the only other person that I know does that. I think there's another podcast called um, Call Me Daddy or something. It's like one of the top podcasts. Some of you might be like, how the fuck do you not know that one? I think it was ranked number one or number two in Spotify podcast. Um, But yes, Ulises does dope shit like that too. So he puts videos on his episodes along with audio. And I think that's just so fucking cool because I mean audio is already hard I can only imagine how challenging but fucking dope it is to put out a video along with an audio for the podcast um and on our episode we were able to geek out on podcasting on equipment on software on you know how we came about to name our podcast this um which is really cool again his is inside the north side and Check out our episode to find out why his came about to be inside the north side. And if you, I mean, if you're already a good listener of of this one, you already know why I called it Rare Gems. And if you don't, I guess I'll let you know right now. Um, Why the fuck did I call it? (laughs) I'm like, why did I call it Rare Gems? Oh, yes. I was walking. It was during the pandemic. I was my best friend. We were taking a walk and discovery green area and i was just like dude i really want to create a podcast and what would i name it you know i feel like i come across so many like rare gems in my life and in that fucking moment it was just like just cold water all over me just wait what the fuck did i just say and i knew it rare gems and then i added them with jen all that to say please check out elisa's episode and check out his um stuff Go ahead and look up Inside the Northside podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, Google Music, the Google Store where you listen to audios. Um, and if you enjoy this episode, which I hope you all do, please, 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 please give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts and let us know on social media. You can find this podcast at Rare Gems Pod. And yeah. I hope you all enjoy this episode with Ulises Ramirez. Bye, y'all. Perfect. And we are on. We are recording. How are you doing? I am doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. So for the listeners, today's guest is, please correct me if I say it in your name incorrect, but Ulysses? Ulysses. Ulysses. Or Ulysses. Or Ulysses. 
So I have a manager. I mean, I don't have a manager, but I know someone whose name is Ulysses. And I'm like, mm. do I say Ulysses? Ulysses. Some people say it's or pronounce it in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, some people ask me, do you, do you have the the E or the I or the C? And I'm like, wait, there's a C now? A it's C? Just, it's, I was it, about to say, what? Yeah. I think it's like U-L-I-C-E, something like that. I've, I've seen really weird combinations of my name, like spelled out differently. Okay. But mine's is U-L-Y-S-S-I-S, -S -S, not E-S. So. so Ulysses. Mm -hmm. Ulysses, Ulysses, Yuli, Ulysses, however. Oh, I like Yuli. I like Yuli and Ulysses because I pronounce names in Spanish. That's my first language. Mm -hmm. um, some people are okay with it and some people are like, oh, I like the way you pronounce it because I usually do that pan Spanish accent when I say names. Yeah, it, they like it. It gives a little, a little flavor to it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Like my friend. Her name is e Erica, but I say mm -hmm. Erica. And she likes when I say Erica instead of Erica. She's like, ooh, I feel Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so That's tell funny. me. You, you were about to tell me. You were going to talk <clears throat> shit. You were about to talk shit about people with Blue Yeti <laughs> microphones. Well, it's not people. It's just one specific person. There's this guy that we know. Because um, I have podcaster friends in, in, in California. Mm -hmm. and um, they rag on this one guy because he's a podcaster as well, um, and he's been doing it for five years. But the uh, they make fun of him because he has a Blue Yeti mic and he records on his iPad. So there's like this whole inside joke of like Blue Yetis and mic and uh, iPads. But I've uh, I've used one before, and Blue Yetis are really good if you know how to work them very well. Mm -hmm. I mean, they can sound perfect. So yeah. I'm not clowning on it, but there's an inside joke that, you know, that <laughs> most of us, some of us, you know. And see, mm. I made this purchase because, so let's back up for a minute. So when I started into podcasting, I had, fuck, I still have it. I just don't know the name of it, but it's like probably the Amazon choice for microphones. Okay. Um, I bought it in 20, no, I bought it in 2020, like when the pandemic hit. I was like, I'm going to start this. And I was, I, I was scared. I ended up not starting it in 2020. I didn't start my podcast until last year, which was 2022. So it took me two years to open it. It was still sitting in the box in my closet really? for two years. Yes. Um, and so I started off with that microphone. It's great. Don't get me wrong. It's a great microphone, great quality. But then in the, uh, I guess, time of me having a podcast, I would see other podcasters and I reached out to this one guy because I love the way he created content. I love the way he did social media for his podcast. Just everything looked very cohesive. There was a theme to it. And I reached out to him and I was like, hey, I have a couple of questions. Like, can we chat? And he said, yeah, for sure. Like, let's do it. And during the conversation, I at the end was like, "Is like, can I call you every now and then like you know for you to be my mentor would you be down for that and he was fucking like absolutely in it he was like fuck yes oh my god i love that <laughs> i'd love to be your mentor i love mentorship like i've it and the fact that you found me and you sought me out it means a lot to me so we've checked in every now and then he recommended these headphones he recommended the microphone so shout out to him cool cool yeah <clears throat> see with me <clears throat> 
I started my podcast at the end of 2019. So once I started getting the ball, the, the, the ball rolling, that's when the, the pandemic hit. So I was just like, oh, okay, well, oh, how do I do this now? <laughs> you know? Really? Luckily, yeah, it was really weird because I was still, still trying to, like, discover, like, what my podcast was going to be. So I started inviting guests. And, you know, the whole CDC guidelines was like, you can't be, you know, so many feet in front of a mm-hmm. person because of COVID. Uh, I really just threw all that out the fucking window. <laughs> And it was just like, you know what? We're having in-person conversations. I did a couple Zoom uh, episodes, yeah. but um, I still met with people in 2020, which is wild to think about, like, almost three years now. <laughs> I know. Okay, so then let's start off. Well, Lisa, okay. for the listeners, I have another podcaster on, on my podcast, which is so fu- I think you're the first podcaster on my podcast. Oh, thank you. Yeah, fellow <laughs> podcaster. Yes. Yes. Um. I put out this thing on my social media. I was just like, hey, if you're interested on on being a guest, reach out to me. And Elise's um, reached out and he was like, yeah, I'd love to be on your podcast. And then I checked out your episodes. They're fucking long. I told you this. Yes. They're Dude, they're long. long. They're like three <laughs> hours long. But then you also do video. Yes. I do. But- it's um, I started doing video. I'm not really good at video. I try, but I, I like I it. Really- to audio it's it's so much of a hassle sometimes with video because it's yeah. like you have to find the right angle and then yeah you have to go and it's it's so much it's so much but i still try when i can okay okay oh, so you don't do it for every episode no it really depends like the l- last episode that i put out i was supposed to have video and then i just just really having a hard time lining up the audio with the, with the video quality and i was just like you know what just forget it mm. <laughs> i'm just gonna just I'm just going to put the audio up. It's fine. But mm. none, of, none of my uh, guests were upset about this. They're like, hey, whatever. It happens, you know. So tell me where. I, okay. This is like a big question for me. And most of, if not all my conversations, where does that come from? So I'm going to start off. Where did the podcast idea come from? Why? Why do you want to be a podcaster? And for, uh, again, for the listeners, it is called On the North Side. Inside the North Side. Inside the North Side. So the reason why I wanted to start a podcast is because <clears throat> some years before that, I, uh, I'm i a musician. So I was in the music scene, the local music scene, and I was, you know, in bands here and there doing shows and whatnot. Up until late 2017, um, I kind of backed away from this one band that I was in and mm. uh, wanted to start my own thing. But I've had problems starting my own groups in the past, so I just did nothing. And what I like to do in my spare time is, I don't know if you've heard of Comic Palooza here in Houston. That's kind of like the big like yes. comic book. Okay, so I go to that annually. Mm. And um, every time I go, I see like this booth of like people talking in front of a microphone with like guests in the audience. Yeah. Like, what are they doing? So a friend of mine was like, oh, that they're, they're doing a podcast. So I'm like, okay, what's a, what's a podcast? And he told me, I was like, all right, that's cool. So I kept that in the back of my mind for, for several years until uh, mid-2019 where I was like, you know what? I'm not starting a band anytime soon. I don't have any music set up. So why not just throw myself into podcasting? So I did research. 
check like what do i need how i start one what do i you know pretty much the basics yeah and in october of 2019 that's when i i put out my first episode october 12th if i'm correct so but yeah all of it just started because i was not really getting into music anymore wait so are you still doing music at all i am now so like almost three years three and a half years later i um i linked up with a friend who I've mm-hmm. had on my podcast before. She's also a local music artist. Shout out to uh, Janex. She needed a, a guitar player. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, hey, I'm down, whatever. It might just be for one show. Yeah. Uh, so we did the show. And then she was just like, you know what? I need you to be my permanent guitar player. So I'm like, okay, well, hey, I'm back in to music again. <laughs> okay, that's so dope. And do you yeah. do live shows still? Yes. Well, she's, she's a part-time teacher. So it's kind of like, oh, we have to find like the right time to do an episode. I mean, not episode, a, a show. And then it's kind mm-hmm. of hard booking shows and stuff like that because she's so musically different. She does like reggaeton and cumbia, but also like pop music. And mm. it's kind of hard to like pinpoint that with other people because mm-hmm. you don't you don't want to put them in a box where it's just like, oh, here's just just a bunch yeah. of Latino artists. You know, you want to mix them with some other people. Mm-hmm. So it's been kind of difficult, but uh, she's working on some stuff this year to. Uh, to put something out for herself. So we're, we're excited, yeah. for, you know, for all that. Dude, shout out to educators. I used to be a teacher. Really? Yeah, I used to be a teacher. And actually, I started the podcast after I quit being a teacher. <laughs> That's funny. How long were you a teacher for? Uh, uh, Almost five years. Wow, five years. Yeah. I was like, Damn. my whole life was around education. I mean, it still is to some extent, but my life and my trajectory was just like i i'm gonna be an educator and then i'm gonna move up to be this and then i'm gonna move up to be an ap and then i'm gonna be a principal and then i'm gonna again my whole life revolved around i guess my goals revolved around education and being in inside inside a school and then COVID hit Ooh, yeah and i was like yeah i don't want to do this for the rest of my life <laughs> It was really it's funny how COVID uh, kind of opened our eyes to a lot of things where we were just so used to the yeah. just day to day, you know, circle. And then once COVID hit, stopped and we we're just like, oh, I really want to do this. Like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. <laughs> Let me do something different. No, absolutely. And I mean, that uh, I feel kind, which is you started your podcast in 2019 and then COVID hit right after that. And you were in such a sweet spot, even though maybe for you, you were like, fuck no, I wanted to do them all in person. But you were in such a sweet spot of like people needed connection. Yeah. People needed to talk to other people. And you started like right at that time. It's crazy. It's really weird. It is. It's really weird to think about that now. Like I was just like, I didn't think there was going to be a worldwide pandemic to hit everything and stop Mm -hmm. everything. But uh, I've had people telling me like, hey, I really enjoyed your podcast during those times because it kind of kept me sane. And even when the people I had on, they were just like, we needed this. We needed like, you know, one on one connection with people because through a video screen, it's not the same. You know, Mm -hmm. it's never the same. So no, I agree. It it was really it was really fun and a great um, was experience, you know, doing that, especially during a, a pandemic. I can say that you know for the rest of my life like i did a podcast during the pandemic yeah you did and you started that shit and it's still going you're still having episodes yeah almost three and a half years strong so damn so let me ask you this i am and i don't 
think I've met a podcaster who doesn't like podcasts, but what attracts you to podcasts? Like, do you listen to them often? Oh, yes. I, I, I still listen. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, there's another inside joke, but do it. <laughs> there's, a, there's a person we know who says he listens to uh, a 500 podcast a day, which we know is not really possible. And, you know, but <clears throat> I do listen to podcasts. I kind of got started with like Joe Rogan. And then from there, I started listening to like uh, comedian Bill Burr. And then I was mm. listening to other things that I like interest me, like music. This podcast, mm. called, this podcast called Disgraceland. Mm. Uh, it talks about murder mystery, but also music with like celebrities and musicians. And then I started listening to like sports podcasts. So mm. I started like gravitating to a lot of things that interest me. So I, I, I love I love podcasting. And it kind of helps me be a better podcaster because I can kind of say like oh this guy does it this way maybe i should try to learn and you know make it better that way if he's mm -hmm. doing this let me try it so mm -hmm. I, I it's like a learning experience for me so what attracts you to podcasts i have my own personal theory for me mm -hmm. but what is it for you i don't i think it's because it's just like I, there, there's a meme going around i don't know if you've seen it but it's like this person sitting with this kind of banner with other people laughing and sitting and then he's sitting there himself and the joke is like when you listen to podcasts it's kind of like you're a part of the the conversation mm. and i like being a part of conversations even if it's nothing having to do with anything that i know of i just like being a part of conversations especially you know even if it's stuff that i do know mm -hmm. i just i like being a part of it that's what draws me and then topics too people talk about things that i like so mm. you know it's usually the topics that draw me into podcasts like, oh, they're talking about this. Hell yeah. You know, mm -hmm. no, I get that. I feel like uh, similar to you for me, it's like I'm the fly on the wall where I'm just able to listen and be in that moment. Um, I'm not a big uh, visual person, like because if I have a show going on, I need to be seeing it I, like I'm a visual person if there's a video. But if there mm -hmm. isn't a video and I know that there isn't a video, like mentally, I'll be like, OK, I need to pay attention auditorily. And so then I'm able to clean and listen to a whole as episode. And and it's such a for me, it, it um, forces me to concentrate. Mm -hmm. It forces me to concentrate into what I don't know, whether it be the conversation or whether it's something I'm doing, but I'm able to listen to what they're saying and i'm laughing along them like you know with them yeah and then sometimes i go back because i'm like wait i missed something <laughs> yeah and I, yeah, yes I, i'm it's yeah it forces you to have to pay attention mm -hmm. you know and it's just i find that too like i like audio only episodes like i'll mm -hmm. watch a, a visual one my friends have a visual podcast but i like audio only one because i'm a truck driver and two um, like you said, like if I'm cleaning or I'm doing something around the house, I still want to hear it, you know, especially yeah. with like my headphones on. So like, I like, it forces me to, to pay attention and focus like what's actually going on and not just, you know, daydream. <laughs> Wait, let's back up truck driver. You, so what? You, yes. I mean, I don't want to sound too like duh. it's you drive trucks, but for what, what, how, what? Yes. So. Another funny story that kind of happened in 2020. So I used to work for the Houston Independent School District, and I worked for their food service department. Okay. I was I was in the warehouse before, um, but the opportunity came to get my commercial driver's license. So I was like, heck yeah! I was like, you know what what what's uh what's a better opportunity than that? So mm -hmm. 
I took it. It took me a couple years, but right at January 2020, I finally passed and I got my license. Funny to find out, like maybe a month and a half later, everything shuts down. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, so I've been driving for a couple of years and now I drive for a uh, steel company. Oh, we, deal with alum- we deal with aluminum, um, stainless steel, all kinds of stuff like that. So I'm a, a truck driver, but I, I do deliveries and stuff like that around the city. Where, just around the city? Uh, as far as Willis, north, as south as Galveston, as far west as Sealy, and then as far east as like Orange, Texas. So pretty far. Oh, for like shit. an hour and a half yeah. know, drive. Do you enjoy it? I enjoy it. I do enjoy it because I'm just driving all day. <laughs> I maybe spend five, 10 minutes, you know, getting off the truck and, you know, getting stuff ready. But most of the time I spend driving. So that's like prime time me listening to podcasts or music. So I was like, I like being a truck driver. It's fun. You know, you get to meet new people. You get to go to new places and stuff like that. Do you have the truck in your house? No, no. Um, I use the one at, at our, our company. Okay. So I don't, yeah, I don't bring it home with me. <laughs> and do you create your own schedule or is it just kind of like, Hey, we need you to drop off this, like these supplies. Uh, usually I go in and, and, uh, you know, they give me the, uh, the route copies of like, Hey, this is what's going to look like today. And I have two other guys that are, they're not below me, but like, I'm kind of the head truck driver. Mm-hmm. So they give me the stuff and they're like, Hey, divide into the other two and have yours. And then, we put the stuff on our truck and then just go do the deliveries. So, okay, dude, that is so dope. My girlfriend, she was looking into that too because she used to work for a truck company. She was mm-hmm. the one that would do like scheduling and stuff or help the office. She was something in the office. Um, yeah, and she always thought that that would be really dope because I hear that they make good money. Truck drivers do, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, I, can't, I cannot, I cannot complain. I am, I am blessed. Uh, before I have, like I said, I started, you know, in the warehouse, mm-hmm. and from there, I'm a truck driver now, and I make pretty decent money. So, it's all, it's all thanks to God. So, yeah. So tell me, you're from Houston. We talked a little bit in the pre-interview phase. So those of you that don't know, I usually have a pre-interview for my guests, just to you know lay out the ground, the agenda of what the episode is about what it consists and during that i was like wait so are you from houston born and raised i think you are born and raised correct yes i am born and raised in the north side of houston be like park uh little york or what was it parker parker 45 and parker I, <laughs> I was so i was so like happy when you said that because i know where that's where that's at yeah like you can't miss yeah. 45 Little York. You can't miss 45 Gulf Bank by the flea markets. All the pulgas are there. Like it's on and popping every weekend. Right there where gallery furniture is. I've literally seen gallery furniture my whole life. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Oh yes. my God. So why inside the north side? Well, uh, usually like when people ask me the story about the name, I don't even remember the other names that I came up with. Literally, it was, you know, like the, those moment in the movies where they're coming up with something and then just that one thing hits them mm-hmm, and everything mm-hmm, kind of just like mm-hmm. fades out. That's mm-hmm. what it was like inside the North Side podcast. I told a couple of people, I'm like, that's what I'm going to name the podcast. They're like, oh, it's kind of it's kind of stupid. And I'm like, stupid. I'm like, why? And they're like, one is too long. 
And two, they're not going to know what Northside is. And I'm like, that's the point. I was like, I'm going to show them who I am, where I'm from. So, and then also like being from Houston, I'm like, everybody knows the Northside. So Mm -hmm. it's like, perfect. Bing, bang, boom. And it took a while because I was just like, ah, maybe the name is kind of dumb. But I was like, no, I'm going to own it. I'm going to I'm gonna show it off and make it proud. And, you know, like I said, three and a half years later, People know my my podcast now, and now when they're like inside the north side, and they're like, "What part are you from?" And I'm like, "I tell them this," and they're like, "Hey," and then we, we just that's how it starts the conversation, you know? Yeah, I love that inside the north side. I am not from the north side. I what? I think I'd consider it the south. I grew up. Yes, I grew up next to not next to, but close to the University of Houston. So that is more okay. the south, right? Ye- yeah. Well. Technically, what what do they call it now? That's the um, the in the loop, Edo. yeah, in yeah, the loop, Edo, you know? <laughs> Well, the other side of the forty five, but Edo, and, Edo, you know, yes. Well, all actually, terms. I yes, I grew up across from Edo, so uh, closer to University of Houston. But before moving to there, I grew up by like forty five and Telephone Road, forty five and Wayside, forty five and like Broadway down deep in this like almost getting to baybrook mall okay okay yeah because yeah. it's funny because i moved uh from my parents house a couple years ago and i now live off of 45 and telephone oh no <laughs> shit really yeah yes i do wait which how, is weird how close are you to wait telephone telephone we were just there this morning my, <laughs> my girlfriend and i we woke up early to go uh to grab some coffee from coral sword I am like literally like two, three minutes away from Coral Sword. No way. Yes. Dude, I yes. love Coral Sword. Have you been? I mean, obviously, right? I've been. I've been several times. I actually did a little mini photo shoot there. Uh, me and my ex-girlfriend, she was like, you need some photos of yourself. And I'm like, why? She was like, because people need to know what you look like. And yeah. I'm like, oh, fine. So she's like, where do you want to go? And I was like, let's just do let's do Coral Sword. It's right there. It's a nice little environment. It is really nice. You love- so we did a little photo shoot there, and I have some pictures there. So they do, she did a really um, great job. I think they do a live. What is it called when they play video games? I think they have a podcast too. Yeah, they do. They have a podcast. They have like Twitch streaming. Twitch, they have all Twitch, that yes, stuff. Twitch streaming. That's I'm like the the one where they play video games. Yes, yeah, so I've seen it mm-hmm. in the back. It's so dope. It is. It really is. If you haven't been to the course or anybody that's listening. It's so like warm and cozy. But it when is. you will go to the back, there's like a whole like little production side and like what the hell i know and they're known for being a coffee shop that provides uh game uh fuck, what is it called like games but they're called something like board games mm-hmm. um if you're interested and they have so like a variety of them you can go from dungeons and dragons to some other ones that i don't know the names of but they're just so dope and people get into it oh yeah at like magic the gathering and all this other stuff that i don't really no, but I know of the names and stuff like that. So, yeah, every time I pass by, like, at 7 or 8, like, there's just a bunch of people. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I guess they're they're playing their board games again. <laughs> See, for me, that was my study place. Like, I would get out of the university, and then I would just go to straight Coral Sword. And it's such a, again, the ambiance, it's so chill. It's such a vibe. You get your coffee. Yeah, you is. sit on a corner, put on headphones. And I love being in a place with other people when it's just like moving around. But if I'm at home by myself, I will get shit done, but it's not going to be enjoyable. Yeah. You're just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that is a joke that you're now in. And say we switch sites because now I live up north, off of like closer to Bush, mm-hmm. Bush Airport. I fucking hate it. Okay, no, let me yeah. back up. I used to hate it. Um, I never took ever. I never took the tollway. I was always forty five. I yeah. was like the max 15 minutes from places. Now I need to plan ahead 30 minutes to get to a specific restaurant, bar, yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't like going around that area sometimes because like I know how it is. It's just so congested mm-hmm. from the airport, from, you know, Beltway 8 and just, just everything else. It's just like, oh, fuck. And I never took the beltway. And now I take the beltway every single like if I ever want to go to that side of town, which I do often for yeah. the gym, um, I have to take the beltway. I never in my life took the beltway until now. It's so convenient sometimes. So uh, I guess. I just <laughs> I rather you just wanna live- pay, you know. <laughs> I just rather live close, honestly. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. See, that was the thing with me because, you know, where I lived off of 45 and Parker. When me and my uh, my ex at the time, well, my girlfriend at the time, but, she, you know, she, we were, like, trying to figure out, okay, where would you want to move? You know, we were looking for an apartment. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I kind of want to stay close to where I'm at. Mm. And she was like, well, I kind of want to stay close to where I'm at. And I'm like, oh, crap. So. Mm-hmm. And, where, and where is she from? Or where is from she South Houston. She's from South Houston. So she's off of Edgebrook and, and 45 and all that. Oh, like, so- oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, like South Houston. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to find, like common ground mm. and uh this place that we we found magically just popped up and she was like oh i'm gonna go check it out and then she was like yeah you're gonna want to come and look at this and i was like okay and i was like okay this is nice it's not that far from downtown it's like five six minutes and I'm like oh, hey now we're here so um but it's so convenient i've never i've lived close to downtown but never this close everything is like five six minutes away from me now so i i love it though but it kind of sucks because People are like, oh, but you don't live on the south side, on the north side anymore. You live on the south side. You're going to change your name. And I'm like, please just. People talk shit to you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hey, you can never please anyone. I've had so many people like they hear I have a podcast and they're like, oh, what's the name of your podcast? You know, and I'm like, oh, it's called Inside the North Side. And just to be funny, they're sarcastic. Oh, I'm going to name one that's going to be called Inside the South Side. And I like laugh and I'm like, huh, it's like not until I, I, I copyright it. And they're like, oh, <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm one step ahead. Don't worry. I was like, you can't take the name. You're going to have to pay me for it. So that's the goal, though, to copyright both names. So then nobody can ever use it. <laughs> so how do you manage the podcast? I, I, I don't even know if I'm asking like if I'm using the correct wording. But I guess what I'm asking is I find it difficult. And this is something that I'm still learning. Um, when I mm-hmm. first started off, I was just very hard on myself of like, hey, every Thursday you're going to release an episode. And then I like, ooh, that was really heavy, right? Heavy on me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm a one woman show. I do the social media. I do the editing. I do, like I do it all. Um, and then I was like, well, I'm going to do every other day, every uh, every two weeks. every, And then I'm like, I need to find a sustainable um, I guess schedule that's going to fit yeah. me and that I'm going to be okay with. And beyond that, if it doesn't go as planned, I also need to tell myself it is okay. Right. So yeah, how do you yeah. manage that? So 
when I first started, I was the same way. I was like, okay, every episode is going to come out every Saturday. It's going to come out at this time. And I need to have a guest. I need to have a topic. Mm-hmm. I need to have this and that. Mm-hmm. And I did that for about uh, almost three years up until last July. So I was supposed to do like my, my finale episode. I was supposed to have all my friends on. Because the thing is that I was going to Los Angeles for a trip. Mm. So I wanted to have all my friends on before, you know, I met them in person. And as you know, we live in Houston. We have thunder, you know, and lightning that hits random things and lights go out. Mm -hmm. The lights always go out here in Houston. So me having my stuff ready, lightning hit the apartment, messed everything up. Oh. Yeah, so my my audio equipment was messed up, my laptop was messed up, and I had to stop podcasting for about three months. And during that time, I kind of like was like, man, I, I do too much. I was like, I, I I'm I'm too hard on myself. Like mm-hmm. I always try to put out an episode every week. If not, I start freaking out, and I'm like, how am I gonna, you know, what am I gonna replace with this? Mm-hmm. And um, now I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to put out an episode every other week, Mm. you know, to give it time to breathe. And it's funny because I do give myself like little mental breaks. Mm -hmm. Like during the summer, it's a couple of weeks or maybe a month or two during Christmas and all the holidays. I give myself a little mental break because, you know, why not? It's the holidays. But now it's just like how I manage now is just like I do it every other week, Mm. you know, um, I'm not going to stress myself out anymore because sometimes I would, you know, and like, you know, like you, I do everything myself. I, I book the guest, mm-hmm. I uh, edit, I record, I, I do my own flyers, you know, I do the posting on all the social media. I do that all myself. And sometimes it does get in the way, like personally in my personal life, they're like, well, why are you always on your phone? And I was like, well, I got to post, I have to promote the episode. And, mm. you know, it's just, it got tiring after a while. And I did, feel a little burnt out sometimes because yeah. i'm like uh, i don't i don't you know it's just me like what the hell it's like i don't have nobody else i don't have a team quote mm-hmm. unquote um but you know now how i manage is just like i just do it every every other week um i do have a patreon now and i kind of do the same process as well it's like i have a guest maybe like once every other week mm. and just put it out on there and then same thing with my episodes but i do like to uh record early if i can like at least a couple of weeks or a month in advance. So that way it gives me more time to edit. So when the episode does come out, I don't have to worry about like recording or doing any of that other stuff. So what uh, audio, what platform do you use? I use anchor. I release everything on anchor. Mm. Yeah. And then editing wise, I use uh, GarageBand. So, okay. I, ah, oh man, I struggle with GarageBand. I, I don't, really? yeah, I, I, struggle with it because it's so new to me i have to youtube a ton a shit ton of videos like le- the other mm-hmm. day um and i'm gonna own my for me i'm it's it's a failure and also a lesson learned um i had an episode yeah. with a friend he's he's like my cousin so he's my girlfriend's cousin and so we ca- we call okay. each other hey cuz um I had him on in person and it wasn't the day I wasn't there mentally. And and again, I'm going to own my shit. I wasn't there mentally. It was in person. I set up the microphones and the audio. It was via um the GarageBand app and I could hear okay. it, it. It 
it was off. He was too loud or I was, or I would be too loud. The bass was just really heavy. Um, and that's something that I, I don't know how to edit with GarageBand. I don't think you can edit audio like that with GarageBand. I feel like you have to use another type of software or something else. Um, so we finished the episode. It was good. It was a good episode. Was it my best? Mm-hmm. No, it was not. Um, and then I reached out to my mentor and I told him, hey, I don't feel good about releasing this episode. It's just he made the time. My guest made the time to come over, be in person with me, to come to my place and give me his time. And then I'm going to release this shitty episode. Again, shitty to my standards. Um, mm-hmm. And my mentor was like, yeah, don't. Um, but what he tried to do, he did try to help me uh, out, and he told me, send me the track via GarageBand, or if you can make it into a link or an MP4, MP3, yeah, um, send it to me, see if I can, like, edit it. He edited, He ended up working through it. It still wasn't, again, up to my standard. It was very choppy, and I was like, yeah, I'm just – I was re- I was putting off re- um, reaching out to, to the guest, and I was like, fuck, how am I going to tell him? I felt so embarrassed. I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. But I'd rather – Take that L, then put it out there, and I know it's not good. I just know in myself mm-hmm. it's not going to be the best. So I told him, I'm like, hey, I don't have the editing tools to to change it to want to what I want it to be, even though I know that there are some out there. I just don't know how to do it, um, mm-hmm. and we're going to have to re-record. And he was like, dude, don't sweat it. I fucking get it. He was just so gracious about it, and we're going to record again. But it's hard. It's hard to do it all by yourself. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it is. And I I've I've taken those L's before too. I have at least maybe like four episodes on my old computer mm-hmm. that I recorded it and it's not because it, well, yeah, I'm gonna say it's because of the guest. I'm not even gonna lie. Why am I gonna, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> just the episode was not up to par how I wanted it. Yeah. And I told the guest, hey, you know, I want it we're going to talk about this. We're going to do that. And he was like, okay. And just, it didn't go well. Yeah. And then there's times where I recorded with myself that I was just like, I don't feel comfortable putting this out. And I didn't, but those, those are like, those are life lessons yeah. for us podcasting where it's like, if we don't feel comfortable with how it sounds, just don't put it out. I mean, I'd rather take the L than have somebody listen to it and criticize them. And like, oh, this sounds like crap. Yeah. I'd rather hear, I'd rather take it than hear that. I, I do not want to hear that. Yeah. At all. That's really like soul crushing. And they're like, oh, it was good, but it just sounded like crap. And you're just like, oh, I should have never put it out. <laughs> so, and I'm curious to find out more just because I feel like I learn. I, I love asking things where I can learn about other people. So how does your process go? So you saw a little bit of mine. I do that pre-interview. It was very, um, mm-hmm. I mean, there was an agenda, but it was also just like, we can just chat about anything. If you have any questions, very quick, very easy. How does, do you have something very similar to that? I'm very, I'm very Becky basic. So <laughs> if, I, if I, I'm very, I'm just like straight to the point. Like if I want to guess, say... <laughs> We'll say this an example. Say I want to reach out to Bun B, which is not possible. I'm like, hey, hey, Bun, uh, my name is so and so. I have a podcast called Inside the North Side. I would love to have you as a guest. We talk about this, we talk about that. I do unpopular opinions. Uh, if you have any questions, let me know. Get back to me so then we can schedule a date. And then from there, if they reach out and you know, cool, we cool, pretty cool. much do anything message wise. Yeah. And then like, all right, well, I'll send you the zoom link. And then, yeah, like that. 
But it it has worked out maybe ninety five percent of the time. Okay. The other five percent, sometimes people forget. Sometimes people uh, don't ever come on. Sometimes I get canceled. You know. Mm. And it, it it's just it's all part of the learning process. It really is, honestly. Um, it is. And, it really is. And then at the end, how long does it take you to do the turnover of like, okay, now we recorded. I'm gonna do. How long does it take you to edit, plan? You know the promotion Ooh. of it and then put it out before i started uh, when i started podcasting i had <clears throat> did everything through uh garage man it would take me and i'm not exaggerating it would take me almost two and a half hours or three to edit because every little thing i was just nitpicked on like if i made a weird sound with mm. my voice if i paused if i said like or um or so i was just so like just like it had to be not perfect but like i wanted to make it sound good mm-hmm. um up until i got my new uh, audio equipment the roadcaster it literally drastically cut that time by like 99 percent. so now it literally takes me maybe 15 20 minutes max you have a roadcaster yes Oh my god, it saved my life. <laughs> I hear that a lot. I hear that it's like it's really helpful and also it can be very expensive. It's very Yeah. The there's two of them now. So there's the first generation and there's the second one. Mm-hmm. The first generation's like four fifty now. So it's a little bit cheaper. The new one is like seven hundred dollars. Yeah. But it is really an investment. Yeah. Like on yourself, yep. on your podcast. Yep. If you want to, you know, make the long haul. I suggest get a roadcaster and it's very simple to use. It's mm. not like it's not like how Apple is <laughs> where you just got to do all these things. I I think Apple Apple is difficult to get into. Mm. But the roadcaster is so simple even like a 5-year-old can do it. You you bought it's it so online? Simple. Yes, I bought it online. I did uh I did payments and I'm not I'm not uh, ashamed to say Fuck that. Fuck yeah, hell yeah, dude. I was not going to pay $600 just like hell like no. that. So, okay. but yeah, it's been, it's been a very, it's been a big blessing on the podcast. Cause it's like I said, drastically cut my, uh, editing time mm-hmm. by like so much. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the audio sounds great and just everything about it is just made my podcast so much better. Okay, cool. Hey, I'm, I'm taking it one step at a time. I already got the headphones. These headphones rock. They're the Bose noise cancellation headphones. Um, okay. For those of you listening, if you ever want to get into podcasting or just if you want really good headphones, I love these. Um, noise cancellation is so on point. And then like we were talking at the beginning of the episode, I have the Yeti, the blue Yeti microphone. I love it, dude. It sounds like fucking dope. It sounds good on my end. So yeah. I'm like, hey, whatever works with you. Yeah. Hey, you know. You don't have, there's so many people that asked me, like, what do you use? What do you, you know? And I tell them and they're like, okay, I'm going to do the same thing. And I'm like, that's cool. But uh, I don't think you want to spend that much money on that. It's like to start off slow. Exactly. You know, if you want to find something that you're comfortable using, either a, a, a USB microphone, mm-hmm. a Blue Yeti mm-hmm. or something like that, just do that. Yeah. You know, don't break the bank mm-hmm. for something that you you're, might not even know if you want to keep doing three months from now. No, absolutely. You when know? I started, I bought like some Sony $25 headphones, not even probably $10 headphones on Amazon. I was just like, let me start basic. My my microphone at first was like maybe 60 bucks. Um, mm-hmm. 
again, I was like, let me see if this is something I even want to do. And then at 10 episodes in, I was like, okay, this is something cool. Season two is coming out. I want to up my game a little bit, you know, get it a little bit more official, I guess for myself. Um, yeah. And again, slowly, slowly and surely, I eventually want to get a rope. What is it? A roadmaster, roadpaster, roadcaster, roadcaster. Yes. And you're not the first one to tell me that they're fucking dope. I, again, I just, I looked into them. They're just very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like what you just said. You do seasons too. What, what inspired you to do seasons? Cause I do seasons. Uh, to be quite honest, <laughs> I got burned out after season one. I was also starting a new job and the new mm. job was very heavy uh, during the month of, um, what was it? August, September, October. And those months, I was working from like 9 a.m. No, fuck no. From like 8 a.m. till sometimes 8 p.m., 9 p.m. And I was just mentally drained. I work in like the support for a company. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, and, and I work from home. And I'm always on my laptop. And I'm on calls. And I'm on emails. So I was just mentally drained. So I had episodes ready to go. I just wasn't on my game. I wasn't preparing shit. I didn't want to. Because once I was done with the laptop, I literally just wanted to shut that shit off and put it away until the next day. Um, So I took a break during that time. Wasn't intentional. It just how that life happened. And then I came Mm -hmm. back and I was like, okay, you got to get your shit together. Drop the work slowed down a lot and it was really awkward i guess I, I felt it to be awkward of like hey that episode was like three months ago now i have a new episode three months later and i'm like you already uh have 10 episodes out fuck it do season two why not like revamp mm-hmm. it like redo some more promotion and stuff and that that was pretty much it it wasn't like oh let me do i wasn't expecting to do seasons yeah yeah, that's funny. Because for me, like I said, I'm, I'm basic. I was just like, with a capital B, I'm a basic Betty. Okay? <laughs> um, but for me, people ask me the same question. They're like, oh, what do you, why seasons? So I didn't want to do a whole continuation of, of like, you know, oh, this is episode one. I mean, I do it now, but um, I, I like TV. You know, I like movies. Yeah. I like this and that. So some of my favorite shows, you know, everybody has a season. And then, you know, within when that season ends, there's a break mm-hmm. where the new season comes out. So I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to adapt to that. I'll put out 10, 20 episodes. All right. Season finale. All right. Season eight is going to come out in July, you know, or we'll say September because it might come out in September. <laughs> So I have those two, two and a half, three months to just chill, okay, relax, got you it. You know, and then once once the season kind of almost starts and start getting people to come on, okay. trying to figure out what I want to do. I am so like I like scheduling shit out. I like writing stuff like okay, this is what the episodes are gonna be about. This is who this and this blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, so but that yeah, I that's why I do seasons because it makes it easier on me. Mm. You know, and it works for me. So. That's dope. Yeah. Like I said. And again, I am very big. And, and it's not even that you're just basic. I just like to know other ways that people are doing it. And should I change my method? Is there another way that maybe other, you know, someone else is doing that? I'm like, yo, that's fucking, that sounds a lot easier. And I should 
fucking adopt that on my end and let's let's just go with it. Let, let me try. And I feel like that's where I'm at right now. I'm I'm open to new ideas, new methods. Um like this year I'm thinking about maybe changing the logo, maybe not. I created that logo. Um uh, I'm just very open to like what's next. How can I make it better? How can I make it move to that next level? I don't know what that next level is. But I know that yeah. I want it to be a little, I don't know, a little out there. Yeah, no, I, I totally, I totally understand what you're saying. That's the same way how I was. <clears throat> uh, I was just like, what can I do to improve my podcast better? Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of people do this as a hobby just for fun. They don't really care, whatever, whatnot. Mm-hmm. I see this as a possibility to, as, you know, to make money as a job. Mm-hmm. You know, slowly but surely, hopefully one day. But, you know, what can I do to improve? Like you said, can I do this? Can I add that? Should I do this? Can I update the logo? Which, yeah. you know, so it, I'm always room for improving, too. Mm-hmm. You know, even, even though I've been doing this for three and a half years, mm-hmm. I'm always, you know, up for improving. What can I do better? What can I say better? Can I updo this? You know, just I'm the same way. No, I get you that. Know. There's always room for improvement. You can't always say, oh, no, this is it. This is no, like, no, there's the ceiling goes way higher than that, you know? Exactly. And I don't, I'm not afraid. And I am one to not afraid to be like, hey, how do you do it? Now, if the person wants to be a gatekeeper and be like, yeah, I don't know, I guess I just did this or, you know, you got to figure it out. (laughs) That's on them. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to ask, but I'm very open of like, Hey, I started with this shit and I use Canvas for logos for promotion. Um, I use Anchor too. I use Riverside to record online. Like when people ask me, because one of the things that my mom always told me, or she often says, because she's a businesswoman, mm-hmm. people might be like, hey, you know, what do you use? What do you use? Yeah, I use this, this, and this. But it's one thing you telling them what you use, it's another that they actually go out there and do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I don't, I don't, I've had people who've told me, well, why are you telling them like what you do? And I'm like, because it could help them out. Like I have a friend, he has a podcast and he's been having audio issues. Um, Some of his episodes sound very low Mm -hmm. and we both use the same, you know, garage band application. So he was like, well, what do you do? What do you like? What are your settings? So I sent him a screenshot of my settings and he was like, dude, that sounds way better. Mm. I'm always up for helping out the next person. I don't want to be that asshole podcaster who is just like, well, I'm not going to tell you, you know, we're we're all in this together. We're all a a community. Mm -hmm. It was like we should be helping out each other. Like, who cares? Like gatekeeping? Like, seriously? Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Um. But yeah, I was like, I'm always like excited to help somebody out. Like, if you needed help with something, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm gonna help you out. Like, and I'm actually gonna reach I, out. Yeah, you know the whole golden rule: treat others the way you would like to be treated. So if I, you know, if I want somebody to treat me that way, I should treat them the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, if I'm gonna reach out to you, if you're gonna reach out to me and help me out, I should feel the same reaching out to you. Like, it's it, we gotta help each other out. This is not you know, a, a fucking rat race. It's not. You no, know, we're all in this together. We're all learning at the same time. We're all, 
trying to improve our podcast. No. We're not you know, fucking Joe Rogan or some shit like that. You <laughs> Yo, know? I will say though, his shit is fucking dope. Sometimes, it sometimes is. it's just too much out there that I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna fucking skip this episode. It's been a while since I listened to any Joe Rogan episodes. Like I, I once I gravitate to a certain type of podcast like i'll just stick to that and then i'm like oh, okay i'm done so i'm gonna go back to over here or i'm gonna it's, it's weird like no no, no i get because my person is doc shepherd doc mm-hmm. shepherd armchair expert he is my guide that is my north star that is i love listening to his episodes not just because the conversation is so authentic but i just i love the way he incorporates certain words and how he like moves the conversation or transitions the conversation from one thing to the next and it's just so flowy or sometimes he doesn't and he's like oh shit like hold up i'm fucking talking too much let me just i learned (laughs) so much uh, for like from him as a host and also as a person yeah like i like using those guys you know as inspirations like i like bill burr's podcast Mm. because it's just him and it, like I said, it, I drew inspiration from that where I'm just like, yeah, I mean, he, he feels comfortable talking about whatever yeah. and getting upset about stupid shit. Tim Dillon is the same way where he just says outlandish crazy shit, but it's just you have to feel comfortable. There's a lot of people who cannot do what we do like as a solo podcast. Those are hard. I've tried. They're hard. Yeah. I've tried. You sit there and you're like, what the fuck do I want to yeah. talk about? Yes, 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 yes. You know, like, I don't want to sound so pretentious and yeah. sound very arrogant. And I'm just, what I do, if anybody out there needs some, like, tidbits of, like, how to do it, I write down, like, certain things that happened during my week or mm. during my month. And then, like, if I remember stories that happened in my childhood. And I'm just like, yeah, I should throw that in there. Or certain things, like... A couple of weeks ago, I talked about, um, I don't know if you remember this, but like Disney movies, like when they were on VHS, mm-hmm. they would either show uh, like commercials for new theme parks that were going to be in Disneyland or Disney World, or they would show like athletes winning the Super Bowl or the NBA finals and say, oh, I'm going to Disneyland. And I was like, when did that stop? Like, like, well, they don't show that shit no more, you know. And it was just a random ass thought. I was thought. just, and I was just like, so oh, random, yeah, you know. Yes, you know. I talked about that. I talked about like LimeWire and like MP3 sharing back in the day, you know, before Spotify mm-hmm. and all that. Like, I talked about. I'm like, yeah, I should write that down. That's a good like conversation just to talk about. Yeah. Or I'm throwing some stories that happened to me. It. That's a way to keep it going because, like, if you. Just like, well, I don't, I don't know what to talk about. I talked about my day, and then you look, it's already been like 20 minutes. You just feel like, oh, I always write something down. Mm-hmm. If something happened to you that's kind of embarrassing, but you would like to talk about it, write it down. Mm-hmm. If you have a random thought about something, write it down. You know, I do unpopular opinions. So throughout the day, I'm just like, oh, that's very unpopular. Like, let me write that down. Or, hey, let me. It's always trying to keep something there. So then, like, when you go back to record, you're like, okay. I got it. I know what to talk about. Give me an example you know? of an unpopular, because I think I know what you're talking about, but I want to confirm if that's what that like it is. So unpopular opinion is something that I was, I don't know if I started in the beginning of the podcast or it just kind of like randomly happened. I don't remember how it started, but usually when people ask me, I'm like, oh, what, what kind of like unpopular opinion? So this is unpopular, but this is kind of like the icebreaker to everything that i start 
I unpopular opinion is I think Pico de Gallo is trash. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So they're like, what? What the fuck? Uh, and I'm like, okay. look, it's just my opinion. I don't like onions. I like tomatoes. I don't like them both together. I just think it's trash. Oh, and I, okay. there's sometimes where I, I accidentally taste it and I'm like, oh, no. This, no, fuck that. No. Hell no. Okay. You know? So stuff like that. Okay. Or people like... Um, some other random stuff. I've, I've had some. I don't remember. I took my girlfriend I, I one the have... other day and she was like, what? I think Raising Cane's is trash. Ooh. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right. But a lot of people will agree, A lot of people will say, yeah, because then when you start breaking it down, yeah. they're like, there's no flavor to the chicken there isn't. tenders. They're basic. Yes. You have to have sauce. Yep. And it's just like, oh, you're right. Yeah. But I'm still going to go get Raisin Cane's, yeah. though. Who cares? I know. <laughs> I tried it again. I, it was like for the third time. I was like, fuck it. You know, like, why not? I have my little sister. Let's go. And I was once again proven that I don't like Raising Cane's. I don't. <laughs> Even the toast, fries, all of it. Like, it just, it's flavorless. I don't know about the toast. I like the no, toast. I, the French fries are kind of blah. Yeah, blah. At, Chicken was like, blah. The, see, like, I don't like cane sauce. I think cane sauce is trash. I love honey mustard. So whenever I go, I'm like, can I have honey mustard? They're like, sure. So mm. I don't like coleslaw either. I think coleslaw is basura. It's going the fucking trash. I don't know if I've had Give it. me that shit and I will throw it in the trash. You know, I'm trying to think if I've ever had it. Maybe in Popeyes. I don't know. Still anything that's put. No, just trash. I don't even don't even put it in my face. Mm. I will throw it away. Okay. Well, what is coleslaw? Honestly, <laughs> is it like mayo and it's like. It's like cabbage, and I like cabbage though, okay. but it's just when it's put together with other things. I think it's cabbage like, with carrots and like mayo. Is it mayo? I don't know. I, I think it's mayo. See, I like all those things, but just together doesn't. Yeah, not good. Not good for me. You know, dude, that is okay. <laughs> I like that unpopular opinion thing. Okay, because I didn't. I was like, it's I fun. Think, yes, it's fun because you get you can get into the, like the nitty gritty of shit. <laughs> oh yeah, you can start arguments. You can probably ruin families mm -hmm. <laughs> one just small and popular opinion Ooh, i have one good for um, you that my mom's like you're stupid i mean she doesn't say you're stupid but she's just like what the fuck is wrong with you i don't think mole is good i don't like mole what yeah okay now like i think i'm regretting coming up <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah. You have to tell me why, though. You have to give me, like, why do you think it's not good? Is it because mm. the chocolate? Yes. Yep. Or is it I don't. Chocolate um, with chicken, and it's spicy. And I don't. I don't. And then it gets hard if you don't eat it right away. Like, it gets very – like, the sauce <laughs> is supposed to be thick, but then it starts to get very, yeah. like, gravy, like, honey, like, that, that yeah. paste. I don't – no, I can't. Mm-mm. My grandmother is rolling in her arm right now. <laughs> Imagine my mom. She has a whole restaurant. Oh, yeah. no. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, I, I respect everyone's unpopular opinion. If that's how you feel about it, hey. Yeah. You know, I love Morley. It's just, oh, my gosh. It was, like, the best time. Whenever somebody made more, I'm like, no. I'm dead. Give it to me right now. Give me all the chocolate. No, <laughs> no, no. How? Chocolate oh, chicken? No. <laughs> yes. Okay, for listeners that you don't know what mole is, that's what it is. It's chocolate, and it's like chocolate sauce with spicy flavors and with chicken. It's not good. That's it. It's chocolate, chocolate chicken. Chocolate chicken's my favorite. Uh, no. <laughs> listeners are going to be like, what the 
fuck are y'all eating? <laughs> yeah, they're gonna start like they're like, hey, I want the chocolate chicken next time they go to like Taco Cabana or something. Like, like uh, Heather, we want the chocolate chicken. No, but I will say it's like it's a staple in our community. Um, are you are your parents Mexican? Yes, okay. I am. Well, I I like to say I'm full blood Mexicano, but. Uh, the way 23andMe is going around, I'm like, I don't even know. Dude, anymore. I have a, <laughs> fuck, what is it called? It's a, I don't think it's a 23andMe. Ancestry. My girlfriend, she got me mm-hmm. one, so I need, to, I need to get it done. So my last name is Pluma, and I tell her, okay. I think my ancestors were Aztecs. Okay. Because my oh, yeah. dad's, so first, I think we were Indians. My dad's last name is Pluma Polvo, which is literally translates to feather dust. I mean, how much more fucking? Mm-hmm. Native, but and not Indian. I'm yeah. so sorry. Whew. Native American, indigenous. Thank you, indigenous. Indi- yes. Whatever they say, you know, indigenous. Um, Native American. I think we were like Native American from. I mean, come on, feather and dust. How much more? Yeah. No, I agree with you because I think the same way. Like, I'm a dark skinned Latino, and our last name is Ramos, but my family's very short. Mm-hmm. You know, my grandmother was very short. My grandfather was very short. So I, I'm 100% sure we're very indigenous, but on my mom's side, my grandma, she is white as can be. She looks like really? a white lady. She looks like Glenn Close, okay? But she's from Durango, and her side of the family is Spanish. So it's kind of like... Dude, my grandma's from Durango. It's a mix of things. There's so many people. There's so many people that have been like, "Oh, my grandparents are from there. Or my dad's from there." And I'm like, just people just randomly coming out and saying Durango now. It's like, do y'all like that? Wait, name? where's your <laughs> parent? Where are your parents from? My parents are were born here, Houston. Okay. Yes. So on my mom's side, my grandfather was born here in the mm-hmm. states. My grandmother was born in Mexico. Okay. On my dad's side, it's kind of the other way around. Uh, my grandmother was born here in Texas, but my grandfather was born. Kind of in the border town, like from Matamoros and all mm, that. Okay. So it's like we're, it's really weird. Okay. But, um, but yeah, I've never been, well, no, I've never been to Durango, but my, my mom has. Mm. And, um, yeah, I mean, I've never met my grandmother's side of the mm. family, but I, I'm pretty sure they're, they're, they're lighter than me. I've never so. met my dad's <laughs> side of the family. So I've only met my mom's side of the family and they're from border towns from, uh, Chihuahua, Ciudad Juarez. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, I'm like, I need to take that ancestry.com thing and I'm, I'm excited just to find out more. I don't know. It's just, it's, you know, it's always, yeah, it's, it's good to know where you, where you come from. See, and that's what, that's what fucked me up because my grandparents passed away. My grandmother passed in 20, oh, we'll go back. My grandfather passed in 2015, if I remember on my mom's side. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of my dad's parents passed away in 2018 and 2021. So all I have is my mom's mom. Um, but I wanted to interview them. This was before I had the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to know more about like what it was like for them. Sadly, I, I never got the opportunity, which really sucks. But I still have one, you know, my grandmother. But it, like I said, it's just I want to know where I come from. Mm-hmm. I know where you know where we're from, but like I want to know about my great grandparents if they remember. Mm-hmm. You know, like I want to know what life was like for them. Mm-hmm. You know, and like did y'all go through the same shit? I mean, y'all didn't have technology like we did, mm-hmm. but like what was just? I just want to know. I'm very I love history, mm-hmm. and I like stuff like that. 
So like I like to like know. I like to be nosy. In other words, I like to be More nosy. Curious <laughs> depends on how you phrase it. True. You know, one of those one of the terms, but you know, no. other people might say I'm nosy. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Like, why do you want to know so much? And it's like, well, because you know. Well, let me be nosy and let's go ahead and do the lightning round of questions. All righty. Let's see. I'll pull them up. I've been doing this for more than 10 episodes and I still don't remember off the top of my head <laughs> what the questions are. But I did send them over. If you have them done, like ready to answer, you're fine. If you don't, fuck it. Let's just go with the flow. All right. Yeah, let's go with the flow. Let me look and see if I can find them on my my messages. Because <laughs> I know I answered them in my head. But uh, if you probably do this, I'm just like, I got them. And then it's like, oh, okay, I don't even Oh, you're fine. I mean, so. I'm going to read them to you. So it's not like, hey, what's number <clears throat> one? No. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. We can go with the flow. Okay. So the okay. first one, in one word. Success to me means success means to me in one word. Oh man, that's that's really difficult because there's so many words that you can pinpoint for that. Oh man, and success it can mean so many different things. Ah oh, man, and I had a word for it, and I, I forgot it obviously. Um. Dang. Well, do you have any like what do you what does success mean to you? No, like, you're no, 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 no. We're not. I'm entering you now. I'm <laughs> taking over this. <laughs> no, that's on you. Um, man, success means I guess we can say peace. I'll say peace. So, and I say that because you know, once you get successful, it's kind of like, all right, I can calm down now. I've done all the hard work and it's got me where I'm at. So now I can just chill and relax, you know? So peace. I'll say peace. We'll stick with that one. I love it. All right. Numero dos. I want to continue learning about podcasting because there's just, there's so much that can go into like making a very successful podcast. And there's just so many things that happen like, there's just new things everywhere. Like they're doing video now. Like video is the new thing now. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, oh, fuck. Okay. Let me get into it. Let me start learning, you know, and start getting into that. Like learning what's the new mm -hmm. thing going around. So like, yeah. So the one thing I want to continue learning is podcasting. Cause I feel like I can always improve myself as a host, but also improve my show and make it better because my goal is to be, you know, one of the podcasts that's recognized in Houston. Like when people here inside the North Side, they're like, yeah, I know who that is. You know, like it's not just me like, who the fuck? Like, I don't like, no, I want to be known throughout the city. So that's one of my goals. I love that. Oh, yeah. Here's to goals 2023. Yes. All right. The next one. Connection equals. Um, connection equals learning. I know that doesn't make any sense, but <clears throat> through connection, we learn so much. Like we're learning so much from each other right now. So once you start building connections with other people, like I have connections in California and LA, you know, I have connection in, in, in New York, but 
through those connections, I'm also learning about like everything, how they do their podcasts, how they are, what they do. So connection equals learning. So some teacher listening to this is like, no, that's not what it is. That doesn't make any sense. No, it makes complete sense. I And I stand by it. I agree. Number. You know, that's one of the things I hate by myself sometimes because it's like, they're like, you ne- you always have to explain yourself. And I'm like, look, if I ever go to court, I, I'm going to, and I don't have a lawyer. I got to explain. Yeah, you got to provide okay. context. It's not going to be good. I got to have everything. It's so, so interesting I, having that, people answer these because some people restate the, like restate the sentence and some just answer mm-hmm. it as it is, or some just give that one word or some just explain. I, it's just, again, we're all so different. We're all so fucking different. It is. It's it's wild to think about that sometimes. Like we're not all the yeah, same we're not, people. We're not, and people process our brains shit. work differently. Exactly, people process shit. The yes. Mm-hmm. Number cuatro. The funniest person I know is. Damn, the funniest person I know. I would have to. I know this sounds cliche. I'm not even gonna say. I, I think the funniest person I know is myself. And I say that is because I I laugh at myself all the time. And there's so many things that I've put myself through in so many weird situations where I'm like, why did I do that to myself? And then I just sit back and laugh and I'm just like, that was stupid. And I'm like, you're funny for that. You're a funny motherfucker. You know? <laughs> hey, if you find yourself funny, that means you're a good hang. I think Hell so. yeah. Some people might say otherwise, but like I, I enjoy my myself my own company mm-hmm. you know my grandmother said to me she was like you have to you have to love yourself before you can like start loving anybody else so i take that to heart and i'm like okay well i have to love myself so i have to be okay with myself like i have to be okay with being around myself yeah you know so like like i said i think the funniest person out there is, is me oh, yeah. you know nobody can laugh nobody can make me laugh than i can you know at some stupid stuff Shout out to grandma for those white words. Yes. All right. And then the last question, a rare gem in my life is. A rare gem. I would have to say is my family. And I mainly say my grandparents and my my parents. The reason why I say they're rare gems, I guess we can say, is because They've give, they've made me the person who I am today. Uh, aside from other stuff that didn't really uh, make me, but um, they've given me so many wise words. My parents have taught me so many things, so many life lessons, to where it's it's valuable information, and it, I've used it in my life. You know, like I just said, my grandmother said that you have to love yourself before you can love anybody else. You know. My my grandparents always said to to trust in God, you know, mm-hmm. you know, my parents also said the same thing. My parents have taught me, you know, hey, you need to learn to do things for yourself, because when you grow up, not everybody's going to do it for you. You know, you have to. You know, self-taught your thing mm-hmm. yourself pretty much. And I've done that a lot. I self-taught myself guitar I self-taught myself, you know, using recording audio equipment, podcasting. Um, so, you know, I, like I said, the rare gems in my life have to be like my grandparents and my, my parents, my family. 
because without them, I, I wouldn't be the person who I am today. You know, I'd probably be some some other person in a multi, you know, alternate universe doing something else than this, not being the same person. Yeah. But because of them, I am who I am today. So those are the rare gems in my life. Oh, what a heartwarming ending to this. I love that. Shout out to family, familia, man. I get that because they, to me, my family means everything. They f annoy exactly. the fuck out of me. Don't get me wrong. I have five siblings <laughs> and I love them all each. Yeah. It, see, and it was funny too, because even, even when I started podcasting, my parents didn't understand what I'm yeah. doing. Like I would record in the living room and you would just hear the door opening or people talking or people laughing and I'm just like, oh, and I would get upset. But over time, my parents started to understand like, oh, okay, what he's doing is important to mm -hmm. him. So, you know, they've always been supportive, but in the beginning, they kind of never understand because they come from a different time. You know, my parents kind of didn't have the same opportunity I did because, you know, they were parents. Mm -hmm. So they didn't have like podcasting or musicianship or whatever. So seeing them like look at me and do what I'm doing, they don't understand. But over time, they start noticing like, oh, he's doing pretty popular and this and that. And, you know, now they 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 support me. If they support me so much, they bought some of my own merch. Oh, I love <laughs> that. It, Dude, I love that. But, you know, they bought some hoodies and they're just like, we bought hoodies. And I'm like, OK, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, thanks. You know, but like I said, there's no there's no support than family support yeah. because they're always going to be there for you no matter what. Look at you dropping some knowledge Saturday morning. Hell yeah. Those rare gems. <laughs> well, Ulises, it has been a blast having you on this podcast. It has been a blast connecting with you. Honestly, I learned a lot. And please know that I will be reaching out for some help with GarageBand. I hope that's okay. Yeah, hell yeah. Thank you for, for letting me come on. It's It's been an honor and uh, I've really had a good time. And... I'm excited to have you on. Like, we'll try to come up with a date. We'll do like a Patreon episode and just shoot the shit and just talk and get to know each other a little bit more. Like, we're a community and I'm always happy to find other local Houston podcasters because sometimes I feel alone because yeah. I'm like, hey, I don't have anybody. Yeah, I get that. But now that I'm like, I'm reaching out to other people and I'm like, hell yeah. I was like, now I'm starting to meet other Houston podcasters and it's fun. So I like, I like doing that. But like I said, we're we're going to connect soon and we'll hopefully do an episode and we'll just shoot the shit and talk and have we'll fun. We'll set that up. We'll set that up. We'll, we'll definitely make it happen this year. And again, thank you so much. Yes. For uh, those of you listening, please check out Inside the Northside podcast. I will link all that information where you can find episodes. You can find them on, I mean, anywhere you listen to podcasts, right? Yes. Anywhere available. All the pl available platforms. And then you can also find them on social media at inside the podcast i mean inside the north side inside the north all lowercase inside the north side podcast if you guys kind of have difficulty remembering that because we are all human and we're not robots uh you can go to my link tree which is www.linktr.ee slash all caps itns it has the links to all my social media it has the links to the articles that were written about me uh the spotify playlist if you want to donate to the podcast, you can. There's Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, whatever, whatnot. Um, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, all that, all that good stuff. So if you guys want to follow me on the, on the podcast, 
you know, Instagram, which is the main one I really use a lot more, um, use Linktree. It's easier to find all the links instead of like, uh, what was that? You know, <laughs> I don't remember. Dope, dope, dope. I'll also include all that in your episode, in the episode notes. So again, you can find that information there. And Ulises, it has been an honor. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been, I've had a really good, this is a really good way to start a Saturday morning. I know. <laughs> all right. We'll talk soon. All righty.